Hello. Hello, Tyson. This is Ingram. Hello. How are you? Are you okay? Yeah, not too bad. What's going on, Ingram? Well, it's, uh, not much. I just want to find out how you were, how you were doing, get a short interview of you because people keep begging me to talk to you, find out what you're up to and stuff. So. Yeah, uh, I told you what was going to happen with Del Boy, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You were absolutely correct. Um, you were you were spot on. Spot on. <laughs> well, I, I was hoping Del Boy would have put some sort of opposition to you, to be honest, Tyson, because, you know, uh, that was a poor performance from Del Boy. I'm not saying that you didn't do an excellent performance because you did what you had to do, but it was poor from him. It was shocking. Um, I totally disagree. Okay, go ahead. He wasn't allowed to be effective at his oh, job. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Like I said... But he just didn't seem to have any sort of other... Well, it's, it's hard when you've got someone six foot nine poking you in the face with a, with a left southpaw jab hard in the face and it's pulling your face up. But every time he does one mistake, he's being punished for it. That's true. So it, it, was, it was very hard, and especially at someone six foot one fighting someone six foot nine who can box and move and, and do all shapes and angles in a boxing ring. It wasn't so much what Delbo did wrong. It was how effective I was with my boxing and movement. Absolutely. I mean, I, I gave you all the credit, world for what you did. You, you know, you, you turned southpaw, you nullified what Chisora had to do. You made him look very average, very, very average. And, I think um, that was the worst um, defeat of his career. Absolutely. That, that was because the... although David Hay knocked him out, he was in the fight. Yeah. He wasn't even in that fight. Never, he never shared a round. He didn't. He wasn't. He, he, he didn't share. I mean, I think within the, within the first round, you rocked him. And I think after you rocked him in that first round, you just didn't want to know. And if I'm honest and truthful with you... Yeah. I was using it to get rounds out of the bag. I could have stopped Chisora any time I wanted to in that fight. Yeah, that, that looked quite I could evident. Have put the foot down on the gears, went for the gears and got him out there. But as I'd only had one fight in 18 months, or two fights, yeah. then I, need, I needed to be active. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that's why Peter said, just, just go out there and relax and enjoy it and, and play with him, basically. But I, I think you're going to see a, a good uh, comeback from him with this Houston hub. You think you so? Big lad. Yeah, but I've, I've, Tyson, I watched Yusnov sparring. I, I watched Chisora and Yusnov sparring the first time round before the injury, of course, with Derek Chisora. That same day he got injured was the same day that I saw Yusnov and Chisora sparring. And it was on Yusnov's head he injured his hand. Because I was there at the time when it happened. And let me tell you something, that was back and forth. Sparring yeah. session was back and forth. I mean, at one point Yusnov was pushing Chisora back against the ropes and had him against the ropes. And the next minute, Chisora was launching back at Yusinov. So Yeah, but with uh, Yusinov, it's all right being big, but he has no movement at all. That's true. It's just, it's just a big, heavy lump. Yeah. So with somebody like that, you can launch into them and fire in big rights and lefts over and shots. When he's that daft, he'll stand there and take them. Now, from what I understand, Yusinov was knocked out inspiring by Chisora in the, um, the lead-up to your foot, to the first fight with you. Yeah, because that's because Houston probably would have backed up to the ropes. Yep. And let Chisora use his um, abilities. Yeah. So these big guys, Chisora fights the big guys the best. But with me, I'm big, but I don't box like a big giant guy who's no movement. I can move. If you can't move and spin off them ropes and twist and turn, like Deontay Wilder, he wouldn't be able to do what I can do. I think Chisora can give Wilder a hell of a fight. Hmm. Mm. You think he's still got yeah. it, though? Do you think he's still got it in him, Tyson? I think he's still got it, because he's only 32, isn't he? He is 32, but that's a lot of... that's a, And he takes a lot of punches. He took a lot of punches from the Vitali fight, let's remember. He took punches from Hay. He took punches from Hellenius. 
He took punches from you in two fights. That's a lot of punches, Tyson. It is, but let's not forget, he was on great form, wasn't he? Beating Malik Scott and Edmund Gerber and Andre Palla. Yeah, he did. He did, and then he met you. Yeah. Emo emotionally, coming back, uh, is he going to be... I mean, he's left on Charles now. He's got a new team around him. I don't know who his team is. I don't know how he's preparing. And I don't know if the effects of him having a daughter, some people grow from that. And some people capitulate because of that and they become softer. Yeah. Do, do you see that with, with Chisora? Not really, no. I think no? he's a fighting man. I think he can come back. I think he defeats um, Ustinov in style and puts himself back up there. Wow, that's a, that's a big thing. If you were to lose to Yusinov now, then what about that? Well, that would put Yusinov in the picture, wouldn't it? It would do. Um, but you know what? If he, was, if he does lose to Yusinov, then what you're saying is right. He's had too many punches because the Chisora of old would have battered Yusinov. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I agree with that. The, the Chisora of old. You know, but this Chisora, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, there's a lot of things I still need to ask you about. Obviously, I spoke to Eddie, Eddie Chambers yesterday. He signed with Al Heyman. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a great move. Yeah? A really good move for Eddie. You know, Al Heyman's uh, ruling the roof, can he, in boxing? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Carl Frampton's just signed up with him as well. Absolutely. So he's got... Basically, all the best fighters in the planet, apart from me and Klitschko. Um, basically, he has everybody. Yeah, he's got an so opportunity. It's a great move, you know, he can make the fights. If anyone can push them fights in the heavyweight division, it's him. Yeah, and yeah. He yeah. does have Deontay Wilder as well, so maybe they put Eddie in with an elimination contest against one of their other guys and then put Eddie straight in with um, Wilder. It's quite funny because people before were talking about Wilder being this and that and saying, oh, Wilder would smash Tyson Fury. The same people now turn around saying, oh, now Tyson Fury would smash Wilder. What are your thoughts about this? You know, it's just the general people, isn't it, who yeah, say that sort of it, stuff? It is, it is. Um, people who know boxing know boxing. Yeah, absolutely. 99% of the public who watch boxing don't understand it. Mm -hmm. They just want to see some big guy knocking out some other guy. And he's a great, great, great guy, but... You know, it's uh, it's not just about that, is it? No, it isn't. It absolutely isn't. You know, Listen, while there's no way, uh, there's no joke. I tell you that. He might have underestimated Molina or whatever. Yeah. But he's definitely no joke. But his chin, though, Tyson. His chin. The way he got rocked by Molina like that. It was uh, more questions, and he was very vulnerable backing up. He's backing straight up with punches. Things you do as an amateur. He was he wasn't able to wheel himself away around. And he kept getting caught square all the time, and you think to yourself, somebody who's got a good jab. He didn't even know how to block a left jab, Tyson. Yeah, it's um. But you know what? The chin, the thing. Yeah. We're talking about chins, right? Yeah. This is heavyweight boxing. Mm-hmm. You get banged on the chin, you go in. I don't care who you are. But Vladimir Klitschko has been sparked out three times. I mean, out. Yeah. Yeah. And they're saying he's the greatest heavyweight of all times now. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as that. Well, that's what they're saying. Of course they're saying they he beat Muhammad Ali. They're saying he beat Mike Tyson. They're saying he's, he's the Dom. Yeah? Uh, until you fight him, of course. And if you were to beat him, then he was just a bum. Yeah, exactly. This is what I always say, but you know what it is, though? Yeah. We can't really talk about chin because the guy's ruled the division for the last 10 years. Yep. And he's got a paper chin. He's got a David Price chin. 
on the oh. su- uh, yeah, on the subject of David Price, he's got a fight against Tep Tepner, July 11th for the European title. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. A tough fight, but I think they. I don't rate uh, Frank Tepper. Don't you? No, I think he's a bum. I think he's just another European piece of rubbish, really. Um, with his conventional come forward, hands around your face, one-two style. Yeah. That there's going nowhere. Right. And I beat a man like that in my dreams. David you know, Price. Just... The, the rebuilding of David Price. I mean, I know a lot of people are quite dismissive of Price, but that punch power that he has, it still gives him a chance, does it not? Listen, he's one of the most devastating punches in the division. But if you've got, if you haven't got the heart to back it up, you're going nowhere. But don't That'd you be think, great. And I know you say he hasn't got the heart, but I went back and looked at that Tony Thompson fight, and he had a lot of things against him, and he, and he actually stood with Tony Thompson at one point. He actually what? He stood with, he stood in front of Tony Thompson, at, you know, before he got beat. He, he stood in front of Tony Thompson for the second fight. Yeah, what does that say? Well, if you don't have heart, you wouldn't stand in front of somebody. Or is it the fact that he he he? Uh, and he had a lot of things on him. I mean, I'm not making excuses for Price, but I don't think his management was the best helping him for that second fight. Listen, if you're a fighter, you're a fighter. Okay. You don't need manager to help you. You don't need no one's help when you're in that ring. You do it yourself. That's what it's about. And if you're getting dusted by a 45 year old man, you're in trouble. But Thompson was the, number the two. First fight, the first fight was worse than the second. The first, the first, the second one was worse than the first one. Because the first one he got um, knocked out. Yeah. And uh, the first, the second time he jacked, he turned his back in the corner and looked away. He's, he's mentally weak. Yeah. I'd like to see him get back on top. With no excuses, Thompson lost to Pulev straight afterwards. Carlos Takam with ease. You know, he didn't knock any of them out. It looked like knocking them out. Thompson's not a noted puncher. Um, and he still knocked him out. But, you know, I'd like to see David Price return and come oh, back to the top. Because, listen, Vladimir got done worse than um, David. Exactly. And he became the dominant force in the division. And he's a big white man who's six foot seven or eight or nine, or whatever tall he is. And he can box and he's got power just like Vladimir. So if he protects that chin of his, then he can... Uh, he can do stuff as well, can't he? But I've heard rumours he's got rid of Tommy Brooks now, and now he's brought in, he's gone, gone back to his old trainer. <sighs> yeah, big mistake. That, that that's a concern there, massive concern because, you know. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, Joshua's demolition of uh, Kevin Johnson. What are your thoughts on all of that? Um, I thought that um, Anthony Joshua's demolition job of Tony Tom, uh, Kevin Johnson. Mm-hmm was an absolute brilliant performance. Right. Brilliant. He knocked out a guy he'd never been knocked out before. But, um, you know, you've got to ask yourself, does it really warrant a number two spot in the WBC after a performance? Absolutely not. Of a not. guy who lost his, or lost his last six fights in a row. <sighs> it doesn't, does it? It doesn't, but Eddie Earn's done a good job and credit to him. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if Johnson was paid an extra few dollars take a dive in that fight take the back door make him look good you know but you know I'm not going to take anything away from uh, Anthony Joshua he's done a great job but let's just say unless unless Anthony Joshua hits five times harder than all of us put together then something fishy went on there 
It's interesting, so, isn't it? But I, I, will, I will say this. Ch- Chisora did drop Kevin Johnson. Was that the beginning of the end of Kevin Johnson? That's what it might have been, but I don't think so. Okay. I just don't think so. But maybe he just got caught and knocked Spark out, but I can't see that happening, to be honest. Or maybe it just hit him overnight. Okay. But P- Peter did tell me before the fight that Johnson's finished. Yeah. He's, uh, his desire's gone. Mm-hmm. And he's only doing it for the money. So uh-huh. yeah. when you're hearing stories like that, you don't know, do you? You don't know what's going on. I mean, I spoke to your cousin about an hour ago, and he said similar things as well. So, you know... <sighs> the other thing I want to talk to you about, and I've got to talk to you about it, Tyson, because media is one thing, and I understand how media can construe things. What is the situation, first of all, about Klitschko and yourself fighting in China? Well... It's all on the table, isn't it? I've heard about going to um, wherever it is, Thailand, the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. China. Um, I've heard about Wembley Stadium. I've heard about Hamburg. Yep. I've, I've even heard about Croke Park in Ireland. Okay, I heard that too. Yeah, so we don't know where the fight's going to be. I'm just left in the dark at the moment. We've had a contract through, but no uh, venue. So we don't know. Does What's that, going to happen? Does that concern you in any way? I know you're a fighting man and all that, but the venue, the, the arena, do you think that's psychological games they're playing for you, Tyson, or what? Not really, no. I don't think it means anything. Like Vladimir said, when we're in the ring together, it's just us two. It doesn't matter if there's 100,000 Germans there or Ukrainians or British guys or whatever. Yeah. They can't help you. It's one-on-one. El mono, el mono. This is what you, you. This is what you wanted. This is what ever since I've been talking to you. This is what you wanted. This fight, this world title fight, the fight that you never thought was going to happen. Yeah. And you're on the verge of it. I mean, you're really on the verge of it now. What does it mean to you, Tyson? To you know, once the contracts are signed, which I'm sure the fight is going to happen. What's it going to mean to Tyson Fury to get the chance to fight the heavyweight champion of the world? Well, it doesn't mean anything. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. Um. After I've done him completely, then it's uh, a little bit just a memory, won't it? But still, I'm not convinced he's going to fight me. Not convinced at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've spoken to I, Bashir. I see it as a no-brainer, really. I think it's gonna. I think the fight's gonna happen. I really do. I mean, I've talked to Bashir. Banks thinks it's gonna happen. They said between September and October there'd be an announcement. So. Well. I also thought the David Hay fight was going to happen up until a few days before the fight. Yeah. And it didn't, did it? But how do you... I mean, you've got to prepare your mind. You're going to fight the man. You get into training camp, you start training. How are you going to keep your head together knowing that this fight may or may not happen? I don't have to keep my mind together because my mind's concrete. I don't care if it happens or it doesn't. There'll be other fights, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not going to uh, affect me by pulling out of fights and all. Listen, he pulled out against Trezora twice. He pulled up against Pulev. You know, he's a puller-outer. He, he does do that sort of stuff. So you've got to expect it all, haven't you? You've got to expect it. But at the end of the day, a man can only do what a man can only do. And if it's supposed to be, it'll be. And if not, no worries. There's no good crying over spilt milk, is there? So do you think the Get David... It, man up. But do you think the David Hay situation would have helped you deal with people pulling out of fights? No, I'm not really interested. It didn't, didn't make a difference to me. All it done was cost me a fortune. Yeah. And made me hate David Hay. But, you know... <clears throat> You've got to take positive out of every negative situation. Okay. And the positive out of the negative with a David Hay. Hello. Was um, 
the positive of that was that it uh, <coughs> it made me understand a bit more how corrupt it all is. Yeah. When people back in a corner and they don't believe they can win, then they like to pull out, don't they? Mm. So there we are. And I, I, I don't believe Klitschko believes he can beat me or, or his whole team. Not at all. Banks, Bashir, Klitschko, his brother, they all know that I'm beating him. Well, Bashir was very interesting. He said this fight is a 50-50 fight and he believes that if uh, Klitschko <laughs> doesn't take this camp seriously and does the right things for this particular fight, he could lose his fight on points to you. Well, I don't see that happening if it's in Germany, do you? No, I don't. You'd have to spark him. Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to Germany, I'm going to rip his heart out of his body. If it's in any neutral country, I can box to my ability. But if it's in Germany, it's got to be a demolition job. So I'll have to change my whole game plan and do stuff that I'm not comfortable doing but to take that... the fight because I ain't winning on points and I ain't losing on points either. <laughs> I'd rather get knocked out than lose on points. That's an easy man's route out, isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't want to try and win. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. You you want to go out there and give it your all. And uh, what would it you be? Can't... Go ahead. Go on. Go on, you go ahead, Tyson. I was going to say, you can't go out there and nick a decision in Germany off a, off a great champion. You've got to rip it off him and take it off him, put him to bed. But my aim is to put Vladimir to bed, you know. He's 40 years old. It's carpet slippers time, isn't it? But I'm, I'm, I'm a man in the prime of my life at 26. Okay. I've had the good, good grounding from the beginning. I'm really, I'm ready for this fight, you know. I, I know you say you're ready, Tyson. My biggest concern, I'm always concerned for you anyway, but my biggest concern for you this time is that preparation coming into the fight against Klitschko. Who have you had in terms of top heavyweights at a similar height or a little shorter than yourself? I mean, if you were fighting Bermain Stavern, uh, 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 you know, somebody who was around that, 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 that weight and height, I'd say perfect. You've had perfect preparation. But now you're fighting a guy who's a lot taller, better dimensions, you know, preparation, you know, how, how, how do you feel confident you can do what you're going to do at that level? It's such a leap from, you know, Christian Hamer, Derek Chisora, Steve Cunningham to now Vladimir Klitschko. How do you make up for that? Well, I'll tell you how I make up for that, Ingram. Right. It's called having a pair of balls. Right. Which a lot of these heavyweights don't. Right. Um, they, they, it seems to me that the bigger the guys are, the heavier the division goes, the bigger shit houses they become. Right? It was coming. And quite frankly, I don't care if he's ten foot tall or if he's five foot three. I don't really care. I don't need preparation. I don't need big guys to spar or small guys to spar. I'll just rewind a little bit, right? Yeah. When I had 14 fights, yeah. I fought Derek Chisora for the British and Commonwealth title. Yeah. I had about eight rounds of sparring. The full, the full camp. I wasn't expected to win, and I'd done him. Yeah, I don't need sparring. I'm a natural born and bred fighter. I come back to the gym the other day, yeah? Yeah. I was 23 stone, and I'd never trained since I'd send a beat hammer, yeah? Right. And I sparred 15 rounds with four different guys until they couldn't spar anymore. Right? Right. So that's what you're dealing with. I, I've often gone into a boxing ring without training against 12-round fights and won. I went out on a mad bender the night before. No, sorry. The night before the night of the night. It was like, say, Thursday. I was out till 5 in the morning, and I was fighting a 12-rounder on the Saturday. Blinded drunk, and I still won. 
So all these guys who make excuses, I need to fire and I never had the right preparation. I ain't an excuse maker. I'm a winner. And that's what I do. I win. My mind, it's 99.9% in your head. The rest is bollocks. If I can run five miles on the hard road, I can do 12 rounds. And it's not about being fit or being prepared. It's mental. It's concrete minded. Yes, I can. I can do anything that's put in front of me. There's not nothing I can't do. I don't care if it's running 100 miles. Sprinting with the best, doing whatever, I can do it. It's not a bother. So when you've got that sort of mentality, you're a winner. And what do winners do? We win. We don't make excuses. We win. But this is the same. This is, but this, these are the same things why Vladimir Klitschko may not want to be getting in the same ring as you, Tyson. Do you understand that? Well, this is why I'm a fucking crazy bastard, yeah? And I will rip Klitschko's heart out of his body. You watch. Now, you watch me destroy him, Klitschko. Mentally... Physically and brutally. He's going nowhere. He's 40-year-old. That's in my mind. My mind says, if I can't beat a 40-year-old man, someone who's old as me dad, I need fucking. Because I'm a fucking machine. Listen, I believe I'm the fittest everywhere on the planet. I could box 50 rounds. Never mind 12 rounds. With four different guys, one after the other, and still win. That's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a machine. People said to me, well, you never knocked Derek Chisora out. How are you going to knock Vladimir out? We will see on the night, and I will be not making any excuses. If I turn about 20 stone, I'm still going to win the fight. This, this is what I was expecting there. This is the Tyson Fury that I know. This, you were talking like a diplomat earlier. Now you're the Tyson Fury that I recognise. And now you've got that fire. That's the Tyson Fury that everyone loves. Well, most of people love, and most people tune in to see. Do you understand that? That's, that? What, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with an animal here. A gypsy warrior. The thing is, right... Klitschko's boxed a lot of guys from a lot of different cultures and backgrounds. Right. But he has never faced a gypsy before. And gypsies don't lay down easy. I'll tell you that. You look out in history. There's been a small few who's made it to top level, and not one of them's laid down, have they? Laid no. down easy. I'll tell you that. They've gone out with a fucking fight, I tell you. Okay. And this is what Klitschko's dealing with. Very interesting, because I, it, was, it, was, it was Larry Holmes celebrating his fight over... Um, um, what, what's his name again? Oh, I've just lost the guy's name again. Uh, the guy that fought, I think he's got Irish descendancy. You met him as well, Jerry Cooney. That's it. Jerry Cooney. Yeah. Jerry Cooney. Now I went and watched that fight because I was invited to um, Larry Holmes's party, which I couldn't go to. Um, they didn't want to pay my fight. I wonder why. But anyway, um, to go to watch Larry Holmes celebrate this thing over Jerry Cooney. Now I looked at that fight, and there were certain similarities with Tyson Fury and and and, and uh, Jerry Cooney, like. The same similar sort of shorts, same colour shorts and stuff like that. I'm thinking, hello, this is interesting. And now you're going to be fighting, you know, uh, Vladimir Klitschko in such a uh, important fight. Cooney was completely written off. No, said, oh, Cooney is a chance. He ain't going to do this. He ain't going to do that. He's too young. He's blah 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 blah. But he ain't fought. No, he only fought eight rounders. And he fought Larry Holmes. And he gave Larry Holmes a great fight. You know, so now you're going to be stepping in to fight Vladimir Klitschko. What do you, in terms of history, what does that Cooney fight with Holmes mean to you? Listen, it was a great fight, but there's no similarities at all in me and uh, Jerry Cooney. Okay. The only similarities is we wear the same colour shorts and we've got the same colour skin. Right. That is it, basically. <clears throat> Apart from that, right, let's just go about an experience. Just let's look at history. History don't lie, does it? Right. History tells the truth. Right. right. People talk about experience and how you prepare for a guy like a great guy like Vladimir Klitschko who's so tall and whatever, but what experience and what preparation did Leon Spinks have for the great Muhammad Ali? 
Tell me that after seven pro fights. Heart and balls. Heart and balls. That's what it was. It, it, he never had the experience. He never had the people like Muhammad Ali to mess around with. He just got in there after seven pro fights and won it. Yeah. Right. Was that a light off? It happened. So it happened. <laughs> History doesn't work. You don't need all the great preparations of guys who's the same height, same, same style, same dimensions. You just need to be a born and bred fighter. I'll give you another one, right? Yeah. People have gone on about experience and this and that. The great Larry Holmes, he was a great, great fighter, one of my all-time favourite heavyweights. Right. Well, terrible Tim Witherspoon had 12 fights when he fought him and gave him hell and high water. What experience did he have? He wasn't no great amateur boxer. He wasn't no great professional boxer. He was a great professional boxer, but like at that time, yeah. he only had 12 fights. Right. Went there and give, give the great Larry Holmes all the problems he needed. Right. It does, you don't need to have all that sort of stuff. The only thing you need to have is a big pair of balls, a concrete mind, and the will to say, yes, I'll fucking do it. And that's it. Well, according to your, according to your, your uncle, Peter Fury, he turns around and says that um, Tyson's going to need to, you know, you can't just go in there and have a fight with everybody because at this level, one mistake and you're in a lot of trouble. Do you, yeah, do you subscribe to right. that? That's right. But, you know, Pete, Peter's idea and my idea, I'll do what I've got to do to win. Right. You understand? Right. What I've got to do to survive in that ring, I'll do. As you've seen in the past, I'm an adapter. Absolutely. But, listen, Peter have his own idea, but like Mike Tyson said, you can have all the game plans in the world. Once you get punched in the face, it's all out the window, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure Vladimir is going to try and keep me at bay and, and try and land his jab and, like, get me under control. But, like I say, once he gets punched in the face hard, then it's not going to work, is it? Yeah, I, I agree. But would yeah. you say that Vladimir Klitschko would be the hardest puncher you would face in your career? Punches, punches, who cares? All heavyweights can punch hard. Listen, if I get tagged by anybody, you can go down, as you've seen in the past. doesn't matter. It's not about the power, because all big men can punch. Right. And I'm not a feather dust myself with 18 knockouts. Listen, once I connect on him, he's gone anyway. It's, uh, it is what it is. I'm not really bothered about Vladimir's power, his height, his experience, whatever. Okay. It, it is what it is. I'm not really interested. And finally, this situation that came out in the news quite recently about the, the, the driving and then you being arrested and all, all, all. What is the truth about all that, Tyson? What, 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 what exactly happened? Well, I'm just, I'm just Britain's boxing bad boy, you know. I am what I am. I've been fined thousands of pounds off the boxing board of control on numerous occasions. I've been in trouble with the police a few times of late, but, you know, it is what it is. What can I say about it? You say, I can't really say a lot, can I? So it's the whole truth, then? It's, there's, not, there's no fabrication in that, then? It's, uh, it's the whole truth. I was speeding, I was going wrong, and I got locked up for it, basically. I just only spent three nights courtesy of Her Majesty's uh, government right. for free. They, had, they put me up on holiday for three days. All expenses paid. I'm getting one. Right. So it's, uh, it is what it is. Great, great. Well, at least you're out now. Um, does that affect you in any way, shape or form for this fight now? With I, I wouldn't have thought so, would you? No, I don't think so either, but you know. You, you're dealing with a raw animal, a gypsy bastard. You don't give a fuck for nothing or nobody. And when you get that mentality, you're a dangerous cunt, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> like me, love me, hate me, I just don't give a fuck. Klitschko's getting beat, and that is that, Ingram. And on that note, I'm going to bid you goodbye. Thank you I've so been much. i wasting enough time on you this morning, Ingram. <laughs>
Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure the boxing fans appreciate it. Bye bye. Take care, Tyson. All the best.